The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Okay, so since this is the first time we're like back back since the beginning of the year, I thought it'd be a good idea to review a couple of basic things about the Ram's definitions of Torah Bechsav and Torah Peh, because that's going to show up in Hilvah's Talmud Torah when we do it. Mm-hmm. And then also just to just brief overview of our, um, our methodology, because I, I, you know, wasn't sure how many um, new people would be here. And it's, again, it's good to go through this uh, from time to time. So let's just go start at the, at the Hagdama, at the beginning of the Hagdama, it's the Mishnah Torah, um, just to read the first two, uh, first three um, halachos. And obviously, we're not going to do. We did all. I think we did literally all the introductions to the Mishnah Torah and all the Rams writings last year. So if you're interested in that, you can go back. But uh, we're just doing this as a refresher. Okay. So Halacha Aleph, Kol Hamitzvos Shnitznu Lo LeMoshe BeSinai BeFerusha Nitznu. So all the mitzvos that were given to Moshe at Sinai were given with their their explanation. We'll say okay. Uh, even though I think last time we talked about what's the difference between Biur and Perush and something else. Uh, Ram uses different terms for different uh, types of things, but plain, plain shot is its explanation. I will give you, or I, I gave you the, uh, as it says, I gave you the tablets and the, uh, the, the stone tablets, and then the Torah and the mitzvah. Torah literally meaning teaching, mitzvah meaning commandment. Torah, so in this Pasuk, Torah teaching, this is the written teaching. Mitzvah and commandment, this is its Explanation. We are commanded to do the Torah according to the mitzvah. And this mitzvah is called Torshbal Peh. In fact, I don't think we need to do the first three. I think that's all we need to do from that paragraph, right? So, so this is the Ramah's definition here, which is that Torshbal is got the teaching that God gave us, which apparently is not able to be implemented according to God's will. Um, reliably like you could you could come up with your own parish but that's not going to be the one that god commanded you in and that's why we call torah Peh the mitzvah because god commanded us to keep the torah according to the mitzvah so torah Peh is a parish of the mitzvahs in torah Bechsav. that's our working definition of torah Peh according to the rambam and the reason why it's important to articulate i mean because it's the rambam but it's important to articulate because in i can't speak for Spartan, but i know in ashkenazic circles then a lot of ashkenazim use the word Torshwal Peh and Talmud and Gemara interchangeably, or t- Talmud at least. And in the Ramam's lingo, then it's completely different, as we're going to see when we do Hillel's Talmud Torah. I think yeah. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, probably the authentic, uh, like when Spartan had, you know, their own way of learning Torshwal Peh that was yeah. distinct. But then once the Spartan started going to the Litvak model, then. Uh, yeah, I assume also. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's going to become more unfortunate as we read it. But uh, we touched on that last year also. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. If you just plug in Gemara, wherever the Ramam talks about. Well, let's look at the classic example. This is actually the next source I was going to do. So if you skip to the bottom of the Hakdama. Um, there's different numberings in yours than in mine, but we're looking for a paragraph that begins with um, uh, Basman Hazeh, which I think in yours, 
Yeah, I don't know what, what letter it is. So while you're looking for, it, I'll just summarize. So the Rome then goes through the whole history of Torah Balpeh and how you know how it was structured and how it was passed down, and then the writing of the Mishnah, then the writing of the Gemara, uh, then the writing of the, you know of all the other Tanaitic works. So that's all. Um, uh, that's everything that we're skipping yeah. over. Yeah. So Ubazman has so then he gets down to the contemporary time. Ubazman is there, and in uh, in these in this time, Tahu Tsaros Yaseros, then. Uh, I, I translate that as there's been a series of additional sorrows. Tahu, like Tehaf is immediate. I don't know exactly how to say it. But Dachukasha is a coal. That's another difficult phrase to translate. Um, the 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 time has become very pressured. I don't know exactly. Um, uh, the wisdom of our wise men has become lost. And the understanding of our understanding men has become uh, concealed. That's a uh, borrowing a phrase from Yeshayahu. Lafikach Osun ha Pirushim. He's talking about the the Talmud right now and how the Gaonim wrote Pirushim of the Talmud. Lafikach Osun ha Pirushim ha Halachos v'Tshuvos Shechibur ha Gaonim. Therefore, all of the commentaries and Halachos and responsa that the Gaonim compiled, Rau Shehim Devarim Mavuarim, which they saw as clear matters, Niskashu Biyamenu. They became difficult in our days. Only a small number of people understand them properly. And all the more so the Talmud itself. And now here he says what he means by Talmud. So all these um, works of the time in Amarayim. That they require a uh, broad mind. I think we said Das Rukhava is like... It's funny he doesn't mention Mishnayos, right? Yeah. I, I think the reason, right? So I, I, if I had to guess, I'd say the reason why he doesn't mention the Mishnah is because he's talking. His point is that the Perushin became difficult to understand, and if he holds that the Talmud, like the Mishnah, is already difficult to understand, that's why these things were written in the first place. So the, these are Perushin that he's uh, talking about. Right. But I think he he learns that Sifra and Sifra are also Perushin. Of um let me let me just see how he says it. Right. Yeah. So that's what the Rama says here. Also, in uh, again, I, your letters are different. In mine, it's Yud Zion, Rav Chiber Sifra Vesifrei Levi Ulahudia Ikare Hamishnah. So Rav compiled the Sifra and Sifrei to explain and sorry to clarify and to make known the the roots of the Mishnah. Rabbiya Chiber Hatosefta Levi Inyane Hamishnah. I remember we didn't know what these meant. Uh, Rav Chia compiled the Tosefta to clarify the ideas of the Mishnah, contents of the Mishnah. Plain Rabbi Hoshaya, Ubar Kapara, Hebrew, Baraisos, Levar, Divre HaMishnah. And uh, right. And then Rabbi Yochanan, Hebrew, Hatamun, Hayushami, Eretz Yisrael. He doesn't say why. So yeah, if I had to guess, he's he's saying things that are like explanations, you know, um, and saying that if when the explanations need explaining, then you're in trouble, you know. Um, and he says, Shem Tzrichim Das Rechava, that you need a uh, an expansive mind I remember we had this this phrase in Yesodia Torah also last year, and it either meant uh, at like an abstract mind, like Bal. Well, no, he said Balev Rachav and Balev Katar is talking about the um, Dabur Katan. Uh, but then Das Rachava, I don't remember what he holds. That means 
But you need a das rachava, an expansive mind, literally, the nefesh chachama, and a wise soul, uzman arach, and a lot of time. And then afterwards, it will be known from them the the established derech in the asr and the mutter ushar dini hatorah heachu, and and how the other how to paskin in the other dini hatorah. So that's the problem that the Raman faced, right? So then he says the, the declaration, uh, and because of this, I girded my loins, I Moshe, the son of Maimon, the Sephardi, and I relied on the um, the rock, or as Rabbi Zimmer translates, going to the arm of the quarry, uh, and I uh, in, delved into uh, understanding all of these books. And I saw fit to compile from these matters, uh, to compile clarified matters from all these compositions regarding the prohibited and the permitted, the impure and the pure, and the other laws of the Torah. In a uh, a uh, clear language and a concise manner. Till the entire would be arranged in the mouth of everyone without difficulties and, and uh, resolutions. Not this guy saying this way and this guy saying this way were scattered. But clear, accessible, uh, proper uh, 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 matters. Al pia mishpat according to the law. Asher yisbayer mikol divrei hachibur. I guess the judgment uh, that has been clarified from all of these compositions about pirushim and the commentaries on time me most rabino kadosh v'arachav that existed from the time of rabino kadosh until now. Right. So that's an example of if you take torah bal peh as a synonym for talmud, then it is uh, an audacious claim that this is a composition of all the Torah Shabal Peh, because he doesn't include all of the Talmud. And then it gets even more audacious in the next paragraph, which is where we're going to stop. So that all of the laws would be open, uh, manifest to the, the small and the great. In the, uh, the law of all the matters that were established by the Chachamim, Sorry, the laws of every mitzvah and the laws that were established um, by all the chachamim and nevim. Klal shel davar, the sum of the matter. So that no person will need another composition in the entire world with any law, with any Jewish law. Uh, so it'll be a, a, a gathering of all of the Torah Peh with the uh, enactments and customs and decrees that were made from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu until the, com- the, the composition of the Talmud. And as the Goanim explained to us in all of their compositions, which they compiled after the Talmud. Therefore, I called this book uh, this composition, the uh, restatement of the Torah, because a person will read the written Torah first, and afterwards read this, and he'll know the entire Torah, and he will not need to read another book in between. Yeah. Yes, right. So, again, if you misunderstand the Ramam, then it's an insane claim. Yeah, then it sounds like throwing out the Gemara. Um, and, but, but the Ram is saying two things. He's saying, this is a composition of all the dinim and this is, uh, all Torah Peh 
plus the Durabanans. And if you understand Torah Peh as the halachic pierce of Torah Tzav, then that is doable in a book, even if you don't have all the shitos and all of the Shakavataria, right? Um, the other thing that emerges from this, which is segueing into our methodology here, is that the Ramam intended this to be standalone. So here now go to the um, the little uh, thing I, I handed out to you. Um, this is in, so this is the the first introduction to the Mishnah Torah is really in the intro to the Sefer HaMitzvos, which is what I have here, um, because that's, the Ramam wrote, wanted to write the Mishnah Torah, but then he saw that the Bahag, that people got messed up by the Bahag in their understanding of mitzvos. So he had to write a Sefer mitzvos beforehand to formulate what is a mitzvah and what all the Tayyag are. Yeah. Yeah. Briefly, we went through the titles. Yeah. Oh, you're going through them now. Yeah. Yeah. And then right yeah so the, the, we are going to revisit that question in a second uh let me just repeat the question here the question is um is meaning you're saying i understand why you have to write the shirashan yeah. but if his goal was to make sure that like people know he's not missing a mitzvah, then just write a short list of the mitzvahs in the Sefer Mitzvahs. Why write like an amalgam of some halachos and some not halachos? And like, you know, he wrote more in the in Sefer Mitzvahs than seemingly his mission warranted. Is that your question? Yeah. Yeah. What to include? Yeah. Right, so we will get to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we will get to that in two pages. But first, uh, this is where the wrong. So if you look on the right column in in the text where it says footnote sixteen, and you go to the beginning of that sentence, so this is where he states the mission of the Mishnah Torah. Uh, after talking about the language, he says, I will include in it everything that has been established and clarified from the words of the Torah. Ad shelo, we read this a couple times last year. Ad shelo timalit shum she'ela shetzrichim la shelo askiran to the point where I will not omit any question which is necessary that I will not mention. Oh, askir yisod shemimeno tilamid osah she'ela bekalus bli ion rachok, or I will mention the foundation from which can be learned the answer to that question easily without uh, uh, you know uh, deep analysis. So. Uh, I want to be concise and complete. To the point where the reader will encompass all that is found in the Mishnah, the Talmud, the Sifra, the Sifra, the Tosefta, and everything that the Gaonim defined and the, uh, the later Gaonim defined. So he says, this is technically the first time he said it, but some of the matter, So you won't need any other book after the Torah um, in order to learn from it anything that is necessary in all the Torah, whether Doris or Durabanan. And I think it's clear from the context when he says everything is necessary, he means 
Hasser, Mutter, all that other stuff. I mean, it's similar to the Dinim. But the reason why I'm reading this is because in our methodology, we are presupposing from the, you know, clear from the Ramam that he intended the Mishnah Torah to be self-contained if it's read as a Pirish of Torah B'Ksav, meaning for, for halakhic purposes. You won't need, either he'll mention it explicitly or he'll give you everything you need to be able to derive it. And then just to read one more thing, which I didn't copy for you, uh, when we went through places in the Ramam's writings where he talks about the Mishnah Torah, there's this fragment from the Academy of Avram ben Rambam. We don't know who wrote this, but it says, I will tell you something heard by me and someone else who was present with me at the school of Rabbeinu Avraham HaKadosh V'Hachasid when he responded to one of his students who knew a little Talmud and wanted to explain something in the Mishnah Torah based on the Talmud. Rav Avraham responded, quote, Something like this happened to my father with a man who traveled from Cairo to Fostat to the base midrash of my father, of blessed memory. This man considered himself knowledgeable in Talmud, and when he arrived at the base midrash, they were involved in the study of the Mishnah Torah, and my father explained it according to its simple meaning and teaching. Since this question was the subject of some statements in the Talmud, the Talmud man went to my father and wanted to explain the passage using the discussion in the Talmud. My father responded, if our goal is to explain the Mishnah Torah by using the Talmud, then why did we write the Mishnah Torah? <laughs> you know, so that's that's a clear, uh, another clear, again, not that you need this, but the Raman clearly holds you don't need the Talmud to understand the Mishnah Torah. It, he gave you everything he needed. And obviously people can disagree with that, but they can't disagree with the fact that that's what the Raman intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's why you get, I think the first reshown to come out against this was the rush, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the rush criticize people who poskined out of the Mishnah Torah um, without learning the sugyas. Um, and uh, and I don't think he meant that the Ramam didn't intend this. I think he was criticizing the Ramam's intention, you know. Um, and again, we, in practice, we don't poskin out of the Mishnah Torah. It's a good question. I actually have not... It's a good question. Yeah. Right. I actually have not seen the rush inside. I saw the Kesef Mishnah quotes him somewhere. So I think what we should do at some point as an addendum is look that up and see what the rush actually says. I don't even know where he says it. Like, I don't know where would the rush say it, you know? Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah exactly yeah right and that, that that actually is another thing which is uh that you know there's um what's the the, the phrase people say the cutesy phrase that everyone says about the ram he's my monarchies no he's my monarchies you know everyone has their own way of like uh uh learning the ram and projecting or ascribing their way of seeing him onto the ram's intention and certainly the way the briskers learn the rambam uh, for as good as it is in terms of understanding a conceptual basis of the halacha is not the way that the Ramam intended the Mishnah Torah to be learned in the sense that, like we've noted before, like the briskers will not go into the Sefer Mitzvahs and the Koseris and look at the relationship with Zor Shabbat Sav and like why do you formulate, you know, they'll look at it for halachic data. They'll essentially treat the Ramam's Mishnah Torah as a parish of the Talmud, which it can be used for, but that's, it doesn't, it like, it's like a Venn diagram with the Ramam's purposes, like, you know, but it's not exactly what the Ramam was doing. Okay. So that I, oh, sorry. I, I, I said, we would get back to your question. Oh, so then one more thing about our methodology here, which is uh, whenever we do a new mitzvah, we are going to um, look at it from four vantage points before going to the halachos. The first is the statement the formulation in the Sefer Mitzvahs. 
The second is the brief formulation in the in the Rishimas and Mitzvahs at the beginning of the Mishnah Torah. Third one was in the Koseris. And then the fourth one is wherever the Raman introduces it in the body of the Halachos. So I wanted to go back to this, and this is answering your question. So Chaim asked, what dictates how much info the Raman gives us in the Sefer HaMitzvahs? So if you look at page uh, the third page in this packet, um, at the bottom, uh, yeah, Vein Kavanasi. So here's what the Ram states what he writes about after the Sharashim in the Sefer Mitzvahs. Vein Kavanasi Bechli Brazil, Lafarit Dine Ezo Mitzvah Mina Mitzvahs. My intention is not in this uh, in this uh, composition is not to specify the laws for each and every mitzvah, Ella Liminosan Bilvad, but just to count them. Okay, as if it were that simple. <laughs> if I explain any of them at the time that I mention them, I will only explain it by way of, of uh, sorry, I only mention it by, I only explain it by way of explaining the term. So that you will know what is this Tzivoy or Azhara. The shameze almahu nemar, and what is this term being stated about? Um, and once you have grasped the knowledge of their count through the proofs in this treatise, then I will mention them in a general general manner in the beginning of the 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 all encompassing composition. That's the Mishnah Torah. So his claim here is, he says, if I give you anything beyond the the just counting the mitzvah, it's in order to help you to understand what the term refers to. So plain shot, what it'll mean is if we look up Kriyas Shema, the Ram should say something like reading the Parsha of Shema, Vahaya Im Shemoa, and Tzitzis two times a day. You know, the problem though is it sounds like in many cases he goes on at length and gives us much more than that. You know, yeah. now sometimes he's doing it in he's using it as like a springboard to talk about mitzvahs in general, but sometimes for the mitzvah itself, he gives us too many details seemingly, you know? And it's like, if you look at the Sefer HaChinuch, when the Sefer HaChinuch goes through an outline of the mitzvah, it's like he's just outlining the major halachic, like, pillars or concerns in the mitzvah. But the Ramam here is explicitly saying he's not doing that. You know, he's saying it's all necessary for the Pirish HaShem, or he has a much more expansive need, uh, idea of what Pirish HaShem is, you know? So, um, so as we read through it, they'll have to, you know, see to what extent uh, does that does that ring true. Okay, so that, I think, takes care of the review of our... Oh, so, oh, and then one more word, which, again, is always evolving. So when we call this Rama Bacchus, <laughs> then, uh, then what we intend to do is basically cover ground, but take up questions we're interested in, but keep moving, but also analyze stuff if we're interested in it, you know? So it's only because in the sense that we're not going into the full sugya. For example, we're not going to go into all of the Ramam's writings on this or all the chuvos, or we're certainly not going to go into the Gemara or the Psukim, you know, except as is necessary to understand the Ramam. So we are making the Mishnah Torah our anchor and then like, like trying to cover ground as much as we can. Um, one thing that I'm doing, and I'm not making a commitment to doing this, um, but, you know, if you think about all the areas we did uh, uh, last year, most of them, not all of them, but many of them were, um, for lack of a better term, not what we would call like technical, technical shulchan aruch type halachos, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but let's say like we had, you know, mechika sashem and kiddush sashem, which were more technical halachos, but in Yisodei Torah and Deos, you know, it was much more like, 
you know, principle-based halachos or mitzvos or like things that are unclear, like, you know, what they are. So what I started learning, you know, last year I did Aruch HaShulchan Yomi with a calendar for a full year and then I stopped. And I wanted to get back into Aruch HaShulchan Yomi. So I started doing Aruch HaShulchan on um, Hilchus Talmud Torah, now that we're starting Talmud Torah. And if we do get interested in practical halachos, not to take, I don't want to make this into a halacha share for like going through all the Rishonim and Poskin, but if we have more practical questions on what the Ramam Shita is, the Aruch is usually good at spelling that out. So I wouldn't mind like ex- expanding this because we're going to cover a lot of practical stuff. I wouldn't mind expanding our Ramam Bikyus to include like translating the Ramam into what would the Ramam hold in Halakha Lamaisa, just to try it out. I, you know, we'll, we'll see how, the, yeah. Okay. So I think that's about it. So I'm going to stop the recording just so I can start a new one for the beginning of Hilfus Torah. So let's stop the recording. Boom. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.